Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage, I've reviewed almost 500 Indian movies on the channel and today I continue my little 100 years of Rinald Sand retrospective with the second film in his Kolkata trilogy, the 1972 anthology drama Calcutta 71. In it, Sand presents us with five different stories plus a very short one only consisting of a few minutes that concludes the film. The first one, which I think is missing in some versions, is kind of a prologue to this film and an epilogue to Sen's last one interview. It unfolds as this very surreal and satirical courtroom sequence in which Ranjit Malik's character has to defend himself for stealing a suit and vandalizing the mannequin that wore it. This aftermath of interview and prologue to Calcutta 71 is set in the titular year 1971. As is the last episode, which takes place in Kolkata's upper class at a concert or cocktail party, which is also presented in a fairly surreal kind of way. The other three stories though, surprisingly, are set in the past. And there's a text crawl connecting them. A text crawl that always stays the same, I think. About a young man, eternally 20, who walks through history, through poverty, squalor and death. The stories are connected through an overarching subject matter, which is poverty. In an interview conducted in 1976, Rinal Sen said this about his film. I made Calcutta 71 when Calcutta was passing through a terrible time. People were getting killed every day. This was the time when I felt I should spell out the basic ills of the country, the fundamental diseases we are suffering from and the humiliations we have been subject to. This was the time to talk of poverty, the most vital reality of our country, the basic factor in the indignity of our people. I wanted to interpret the restlessness, the turbulence of the period that is 1971 and what it is due to. I wanted to have a genesis. Rinal Sen was a bold filmmaker, a radical filmmaker, a political filmmaker. And his films can be quite challenging. He plays a lot with the form, strays away from or shatters classic filmmaking conventions. He incorporates actual real footage into his films or scenes from other movies. He works with voiceovers, texts, freeze frames, animation, really all kind of different means that he deemed interesting or powerful. His films, which were highly influential and forming the so-called New Indian Cinema Movement, were in the tradition of artists like Bertolt Brecht or Jean-Luc Godard. His two previous films, that I just reviewed on the channel, Bouvan Chom and Interview, were kind of revelations for me. So striking, energetic and powerful. So fresh, dynamic and also emotional. To be honest, Calcutta 71 left me rather cold, both emotionally and intellectually. With this one, I felt the missing cultural connection the most. Not being from India, not being from Bengal, this kind of historical anthology movie didn't quite hit me the same. In general, I have to say that anthology movies seldom do much for me. I actually quite enjoyed the individual episodes, but somehow the film as a whole didn't become more than just the sum of its parts. The first episode after the prologue I probably enjoyed most. It puts us in a small cottage in a slum area in the middle of a rainy night. The year is 1933 I think and the family is just trying to find some sleep and hoping that their home will be strong enough against the never ending rain. The film can have truly beautiful black and white cinematography, once again done by K.K. Mahajan. And the direction and the performances feel very natural and authentic in most segments. 
since film overall is a strange juxtaposition of that surreal and experimental style of filmmaking and these rather realistic and classic episodes which also mostly consists of very long scenes. This 1930s one reminded me the most of movies like Satyajit Ray's Pata Panchali. Well, the next one did as well, and not just because Madhabi Mukherjee plays an important part in it. That one is set during the horrible Bengal famine during World War II that claimed the lives of millions of people. This episode is about a small family consisting of a mother and her two mature daughters who are visited by a relative from Delhi. It depicts how the horrible living conditions of that time have shaped the lives and personalities of these people. It's the episode I felt where most of what's going on and what happened can be read between the lines. According to Wikipedia, this one is based on an actual short story named Anga. The second to last story is set in the 1950s, with a new generation growing up. All protagonists are teenagers who are smuggling rice because that is the only way they can support their families and escape starvation. I really liked how almost the entire episode was set in a train and how these boys are clashing with people from the upper class. Again, the film is able to create this feeling that you just become a part of these very realistic, almost documentary-like moments in time. The last episode is the already mentioned upper class concert slash cocktail party, which has really good, funky music, but also felt the most heavy handed for me. Thematically, showing this kind of hypocrisy, it reminded me of Govin Yalani's party, but with the limited screen time and the very direct nature of it, I wasn't really able to get more invested. And this goes for most of the movie. While I enjoyed a lot of elements of all these segments and while I think I understood at least the basic ideas and where Rinald Sen was coming from, as a whole it still left me rather distanced and that certain spark and edge that I felt with Buvan Schom and Interview was missing for me. So in German I'd say, Im Mittelteil seiner Kolkata Trilogie wagt Rinald Sen ein Streifzug durch die jüngste Vergangenheit Indiens und beleuchtet dabei das Thema der Armut aus verschiedenen Blickwinkeln, um so einen Bogen in die Gegenwart zu spannen. Das ist herausfordernd und zuweilen faszinierend, ließ mich insgesamt als Außenstehenden aber leider trotzdem etwas kalt und unbeeindruckt. I give Calcutta 71, 7 out of 10. It's more like 6.5, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Calcutta 71. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Billabox and also on Patreon simply at the Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell. Mm -hmm.